In last week's episode, we discussed how the Word became flesh. Today, we continue our Bible study series in the Gospel of John, where we will examine John the Baptist's witness of the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. So, crack open your Bibles to John chapter 1, verse 19, and let's get started. Hello everyone, welcome back to The Glowing Coals. In last week's episode, we were introduced to Jesus as the Word of God. Jesus was in the beginning with God and was God. We learned that Jesus was both the life and the light of man. Jesus came into a dark, sinful world to save those who draw near to Him. We were also introduced to John the Baptist, who came into the world as a witness to the light so that all might believe through him. John testified that Jesus was greater than himself because Jesus existed before him. And finally, the Apostle John declares to us that he witnessed Jesus' glory as the begotten Son of God. Let's continue reading together, beginning in John chapter 1, verse 19. This is the testimony of John. When the Jews sent to him priests and Levites from Jerusalem to ask him, Who are you? And he confessed and did not deny, but confessed, I am not the Christ. They asked him, What then? Are you Elijah? And he said, I am not. Are you the prophet? And he answered, No. Then they said to him, Who are you? so that we may give an answer to those who sent us. What do you say about yourself? He said, I am a voice of one crying in the wilderness. Make straight the way of the Lord, as Isaiah the prophet said. Okay, so let's break this down. According to the other Gospels, John the Baptist, a man who wore camel hair for clothing and ate locusts and wild honey, appeared in the wilderness by the Jordan River, preaching a water baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. Many people from Judea went out into the wilderness to see and hear this new preacher speak about the coming of the one who will baptize them with the Holy Spirit and bring with him the kingdom of heaven. Many of those who came to John repented of their sins and were baptized by him. Among those who came to see John, were sent by the Pharisees. Now, there were two prominent groups of Jewish religious leaders that existed at this time, and they were the Pharisees and the Sadducees. The Pharisees primarily taught in synagogues and were, for the most part, middle-class men. On the other hand, the Sadducees were wealthy, upper-class priests that worked in the temple in Jerusalem. They were the political elites of their day. Now, the reason the priests and Levites were sent from Jerusalem to John was not for the purpose to be baptized, but to question John, to learn who he was and the meaning of his mission in order to report back to the Pharisees. Now, when they asked John who he was, John instead answered that he was not the Christ. They answered John, if not the Christ, then was he Elijah or the prophet? 
When John replied he was neither, they pressed him to simply tell him in his own words who he was and what he was all about. John instead quoted the prophet Isaiah as his answer. Some scholars believe that those sent referenced Elijah and the prophet because both of these men were prophesied in the Old Testament to come before the coming of the Messiah. Now, we know that Jesus is both the Christ and the prophet spoken of, but notice that John denies he was Elijah, even though Jesus says that John the Baptist was indeed Elijah who was to come in the book of Matthew. Why then did John deny he was Elijah when the angel that appeared to Zacharias told him that his son would come in the spirit and power of Elijah? Perhaps John's parents never told John because they were both advanced in age when they had him. Or perhaps John meant that he was not the physical manifestation of Elijah, for the fulfillment of that prophecy is yet to occur in the future, according to the book of Revelation, chapter 11. Either way, John's answer to those sent was that his purpose or mission was to prepare the way for the coming of the Messiah. Let's continue reading in verse 24. Now they had been sent from the Pharisees. They asked him and said to him, Why then are you baptizing if you are not the Christ, nor Elijah, nor the prophet? John answered them, saying, I baptize in water, but among you stands one whom you do not know. It is he who comes after me, the thong of whose sandal I am not worthy to untie. These things took place in Bethany, beyond the Jordan, where John was baptizing. So, what are we looking at here? The priests and Levites asked John why he baptized people if he didn't claim to be any of those promised to be sent by God. In other words, under whose authority does John baptize? John does not answer their direct question, but instead explains that his baptism was only in water. The rest of the verse seems to imply that the one that is to come is so great that he will baptize the people with something greater than water. For we know that Jesus came to baptize us with the Holy Spirit and fire. And this one that is to come is so great that his authority comes directly from God as God's agent to reveal who God is to the world and act on God's behalf. And this one who is to come is so great that John himself isn't worthy to untie his sandal. And that says a lot. For if John the Baptist is the greatest man that ever lived, according to Jesus, then Jesus must be none other than God himself. Let's continue reading in verse 29. The next day he saw Jesus coming to him and said, Behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. This is he on behalf of whom I said, After me comes a man who has a higher rank than I, for he existed before me. I did not recognize him, but so that he might be manifested to Israel, I came baptizing in water. John testified, saying, I have seen the Spirit descending as a dove out of heaven, and he remained upon him. I did not recognize him, but he who sent me to baptize in water said to me, He upon whom you see the Spirit descending and remaining upon him, this is the one who baptizes in the Holy Spirit. 
I myself have seen and have testified that this is the Son of God. It is very likely that Jesus at this point in the narrative had already been baptized by John. For according to verse 29, John exclaimed that Jesus was the Lamb of God as Jesus approached him. But John the Baptist later says in verse 33 that he did not know Jesus was the Lamb of God until after he baptized him. John was told by God that the one whom he saw the Spirit rest upon would be the one that would baptize us with the Holy Spirit. In Matthew's account, the narrative goes one step further after John baptized Jesus, where a voice comes out of heaven and proclaims, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. But what about Matthew's account in chapter 3, verse 14? John tried to prevent Jesus from being baptized by him because John recognized that Jesus was greater and needed his baptism. Did John know that Jesus at this time was the Lamb of God? Or did he just believe that Jesus was just more righteous than he was, as some commentators say? The fact that Jesus told John to baptize him to fulfill all righteousness tells me that John believed Jesus to be the Messiah, either through contact with Jesus, for after all, they are cousins and must have run into each other at least once in 30 years, or perhaps through the revelation from Gabriel passed down between the families. If you go back and read what Gabriel said to both Mary and Zacharias, it leaves little doubt of the destiny of both John and Jesus. So how do we explain the differences between Matthew and John's gospel accounts? I believe that regardless of what John knew or personally believed about Jesus, he needed divine confirmation. And so do we. For John to be a credible witness, he needed validation from the Father through the resting of the Holy Spirit that Jesus was the only begotten Son of the Father who is the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. That's it for today. Join me on the next episode where I will definitely finish up John chapter 1. Until then, Godspeed. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe. Please tell others about this podcast by rating us and leaving a review. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and on most other platforms. I'm also on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. If you are watching on YouTube, please like, subscribe, and leave a comment. And don't forget to click the bell for future notifications.